0: Good morning, everyone. First of all, thank you guys so much for being up here. Thanks for being willing to share your stories. Um, We're just going to actually kind of dive in and get going. Um, Okay, so as we have just heard, we just kind of want to keep going in that vein. So, uh, Brett and Christy, let's start with you guys. Can you just fill us in a little bit? How is adoption a part of your story?
1: Testing. (laughs) Uh, Well, we have five children at home. We have two of them that are adopted from China. Uh, One of them, Daniel, which we adopted six years ago, 12 years old now. And Ginny, which uh, we went to China, adopted her two years ago. She actually just turned 10 today. (laughs) so fun.
0: Thanks. Okay, so um, Lindsay and Tyler, can you tell us a little bit how adoption and foster care is a part of your guys' story? Yeah,
2: so I started the foster care journey. um, It would have been five years ago, this coming February. Um, singly of three boys that were two, three, and four at the time. And then I had the opportunity to adopt them about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Tyler and I are going to get married in June. So <laughs> he is, he's joining our family.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for capping that up. Um, Okay, Brett and Chrissy, let's go back to you. So um, one of the things with adoption and foster care is just kind of how we all have experienced how it's affected our personal relationship with God. So can you guys fill us in on how you would say that it has just drawn you closer to God, and then how has it changed your view um, or grown your view on the gospel specifically?
2: Yeah, go. (laughs)
3: Okay. Okay. I would say that um, being able to uh, take in and love children that have been from hard places has allowed us to um, grow our love and to uh, be compassionate to, to them. And just as we were once completely separated from God by the things that we were doing, in the lifestyle that we were living, God had compassion on us and pursued us and loved us as we were running from Him. So I would say that. The gospel perspective. well. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Keep going a little bit though with that. I'm kind of yep. Your whole faith journey. Go for it.
3: Okay. So um, in our faith journey with adoption, of course we've grown much closer to God and our trust in Him has just um, grown immensely. But it didn't start with adoption. Um, Gay was just up here, and I don't feel like that it's right for me not to share my past and our past together. And um, when we were in high school, we experienced an unplanned pregnancy. And part of that, the shame and, that we did terminate, and um, that came along with that, I, we could not have trusted God. God led us through the healing. He brought us to collage, and he led us through the healing of that pregnancy so that we would be able to parent healthily um, two children that were adopted. We were... Um, not in a place to do it and as he asked us to heal and we found the forgiveness that we needed at that time um, we grew in trust with the Lord we were able to see the way that when he said yes you need to do this and we would do it Um, we found uh, just a faith and trust in him at that time that allowed us when he said will you go to China will you add another child to your home we could bring our past experiences of how he worked with us and that healing into this situation that yes, we can trust you. And yes, it it can be hard, just like healing was hard, but we we built on that trust. And through the adoption stories, we've just continued to build on the trust and the faith of Christ.
0: That's good. Thank you. Okay. So Lindsay, you had shared with me, um, just that the boys placement kind of initially really had a major impact on your relationship with God. Can you fill us in a little on that? Give us some insight on what that looked like.
2: Yeah, I just had, um, a pretty rough previous experience with religion growing up. Um, that was pretty unloving. And so it kind of turned me away from a lot of everything as a whole and was just living on a different path of life. And, um, you know, I joke, but it's really true. Like, I feel like God was like, well, it's going to take three kids to get her to turn around and I'm going to do this and get her back to me. And so it did. I, when I got them, I knew I had a great responsibility to work through my stuff, to teach them about God and Jesus and love and, and have them have a personal relationship with him. And so um, I started attending E-Free and was going to kind of church up a little bit. I fell in love here and started meeting with Pastor Brian and worked through all my issues so that. I could teach them about the love of Christ, and then, I mean, just since then, through the whole process, I've just seen so much love and grace, um, not only from God in the hard times, but just working through people and the church and our support system that has carried us through, so. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I know a lot of times when we are called to risk or when something gets kind of Put in our laps, so we're like, we can't do this. It's so cool to see how God shows up. Like that's sometimes where it's like, I mean, He's magnified, and it is only Him who could do it. So, that's so cool. Tyler, I loved what you had shared. Um, I had asked these guys a few questions beforehand, and so just kind of getting the responses in. Tyler, I loved what you shared about how for you, so stepping in, so Lindsay had adopted the boys and had kind of gone through that process. Stepping in, you had mentioned that you felt like I was kind of equipping you, um, you would say kind of in your unconventional unconventional situation, but you felt like I was kind of equipping you behind the scenes and like a little bit, um, kind of preparing you, maybe when you didn't even know it. Can you tell us about that? And then wrap it up with, um, you had mentioned that you, You've just realized the importance of following Christ as your example as you lead in this way. So wrap it up with that, too. How has God kind of just drawn you into
4: that? For sure. I mean, I think I'm always in awe when I start to think of kind of the way God works. Um, I mean, it really makes you step back. And um, with this situation, you know, it doesn't always take a burning bush or a bright light from the sky. Sometimes it's just putting you in the right place um, at the right time. And like you said, behind the scenes, kind of slowly putting um, the tools that you need to do certain things. You know, in this case, um, I mean, one, I love her very much, and I love those boys a ton. Um, and so that love had made it um, very easy for those tools to kind of come out and um, to become a father figure for them and eventually become a father to them. Um,
0: That's cool, that's awesome. Um, So as you're stepping into this then, so as you are, are, God's called you to lead in this way, how have you discovered that Christ is your perfect example as how you love them? So sacrificially, parenting them, all that kind of stuff.
4: And I mean, I I feel like there's a lot. I know one of the things that I sent you when we were going over the questions was um, something that actually was really highlighted when uh, Pastor Adrian did the sermon series um, and talked about God's clean anger. And that example that, that we saw through Jesus Christ, um, to have, you know, the patience and the understanding. And, um, you know, there's a lot of times where, uh, I mean, it's, it's not, uh, not the easiest being, you know, kind of in that uh, father figure role, but keeping that patience and keeping that understanding. And I feel like um, it's grown me closer to God because of it.
0: Absolutely. Oh, I so appreciate that. And I hope you guys just heard from that. You know, when we are called out to risk, God really does equip us. I mean, he gives us grace enough for the day, which is so hard when you're living it. Um, okay, so as, as you heard that, so as you've heard kind of how it's um, really just kind of Uh, changes our view of God and our personal relationship. We also want you guys to know though that being adoptive families and in foster care too, that we really need our communities and community and support friends and family are so important. So we want to talk a little bit about that now as well. Um, Lindsay, You had some, I felt like you kind of had some two extremes for what was really helpful and what wasn't so helpful. So, just to kind of, just in the spirit of teaching us, and so we can learn from you guys, tell us a little bit about those two extremes. So, start with what maybe wasn't so helpful in encouragement, and then finish out with what really just spoke to you.
2: Yeah, crazy things happened. Um, So, I feel like one of the the quotes I really clung to along this journey was um, not everybody will understand your journey, but that's okay because it's not for them. And um, I'll be honest in saying that my immediate family was not supportive and it was very rough, um, but I knew that this is what I wanted to do and I, I had to do what God was calling me to do. So besides my family not being supportive, I also had a professional that I worked with at one point and when I was considering adoption, she was pretty much like, you're too young, you shouldn't be adopting them, you need to go live your life, like they can go somewhere else. Um, and that was tough just because you take everything to heart, you have a lot going on and you're sensitive and, and you kind of makes you question things more um but i had a lot of beautiful things that happen i mean from the get-go i had a lot of friends that were supportive and as soon as i started efree i had met these guys doing feed my serving children and oh what a blessing um so she had shared my story with somebody and i was it was hard at the beginning very hard and um one of the following weeks at church somebody had sat down and said i'm writing you a check i you can tell me the amount or i'll pick an amount because i want to do this for you and, and that was helpful because I wasn't getting reimbursed from the state yet. And so I was um, a single mom with not a high paying job trying to figure out how to get fully equipped and get everything we needed and going and just struggling emotionally. And um, that was such a blessing. Yeah. And I've just had a lot of supports along the way. Um, in between the foster care and the adoption process, I got really sick and I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And so that kind of made me question a lot of things too and make sure that i was doing the right thing and going through with the adoption and i had amazing support um from the church family here just bringing meals and making sure i was okay and making sure i didn't need anything with just support with the boys and um it kind of carried me through that hard time to get to a place where i was medically stable and knew that i was going to be okay and um to go through with the adoption process and lots of prayers to kind of guide me in my answer so yeah so.
0: So that's true that I mean it really took a lot of people to help you in those times, and just how important that community is and how we rely on them so much and I know a lot of times I mean we could all attest to this, but um, this tends to be adopting and foster care tends to be kind of an isolating time. And it's it's just one of those things that's not necessarily seen. And so feeling alone just really can, I mean, it can speak volumes when your community comes around you and practical things like the meals and, and just encouragement, words of encouragement. Okay, Brett and Christy, you guys had two different experiences. So from the first one versus Daniel bringing him home and then also with Jenny. Can you fill us in a little on that? Like what was that like, the two experiences?
1: Well, uh, first of all, uh, six years ago when we went to adopt daniel we uh, uh, of course we, we didn't have no idea what we were doing and uh, the what we signed up for and what happened are two different things and it but just to speak to the tune to our family, immediately we were it was received very well. Um, they know that we're risk takers and and uh, that's just kind of been part of the Our family, But um, just to speak a little bit just as a husband towards the financial side of it, we weren't prepared for that either at the time. And uh, uh, it's, you know, seeing our church at that time, it brings up emotions again. Uh, There was a pancake feed. There's people out of the blue. And they just, they pushed the financial side out of the way for us. It was big and uh sorry i'm trying to keep it together that just means a lot um it's it's a way that people show love and it's a way that they show that they care but i know there was a lot of uh prayer at that time there was a lot of things that were going on with christian and our friends at that time that we we did feel love and support that way too i just wanted to share towards that tune on daniel's because it was something that we weren't ready for um and there's an adoption fund here in, in our church now that I think has been spurred from all that and the demand and the need. Uh, on Ginny's, we were much more prepared. We were in a little bit different financial position. And uh, it's not that the need wasn't there, but we, we've, we were blessed in other ways at that time.
3: And on the emotional side, I would say um, six years ago, like he said, we were not prepared for what our family would go through and the, the darkness that would um, come in and just the disruption in the family during that time as we brought him home. And I don't think, I, I think my friends did it as awesome as they could do, but it was, um, they weren't prepared because I wasn't prepared and nobody had really walked through that in this community yet. Um, so uh, it was really, really difficult. I would say back up almost two years now, she'll be two years in March, uh, that Jenny will be home. Uh, it was totally different. The support, I mean, I had so many meals, which, thank the Lord, because we were so so exhausted. Um, And I had some women come and clean our home. Before we got home, we were gone over two weeks. And I had just um, amazing, amazing support. They stocked my refrigerator. I mean, you have seven people in your family, you're going to be eating. (laughs) So um, that was just fabulous. So I think um, in those times from the... Six years to two years ago, our community had learned how and what ways would be more supportive. I also think, and I'm just going to give a heads up to anybody who is adopting, I think um, we're so concerned about the child that they're bringing home that they forget about the current children in your home. And when we brought Jenny home, we did have an adopted child already, but he's considered in the current children in the home. And we forget about those children. And the adopted child really doesn't need to meet anybody else besides the family that they're trying to bond with. And um, I, I don't know, I shouldn't be maybe giving that, but I think it's really important to continue to acknowledge those children that um, have had a disruption too, along with that adopted child, but they need the support of mom and dad and um, grandparents at that time.
0: No, that's perfect. Um, well, I mean, I'm just so thankful for you guys for giving us a little bit of a glimpse into your stories and for what we just hope for you guys, what you heard was that, you know, adoption and foster care, any actually anything that God calls us out to where it's risky and we know we can't do it, um, and it takes way more than what we have, that is where we have just personally seen and can testify that God just shows up in, in amazing ways, and, he, and that's really where he wants us. He wants us there where, you know, I mean, we can't do it without him, and the cool thing is, I hope you guys heard from this, is that it's not about us. Like, we weren't the ones in our adoption and foster care stories that made it work. Work. It was just God equipping us and God giving us grace upon grace. Um, and I I just hope for those of you, if you're any anywhere in the adoption or foster care story, so if you're considering it, you're in the midst of it, you're in the midst of waiting, or you're on the other end of it, we have um, a kiosk and a table in the back that we'd love to meet you guys. And if anything from these guys' the stories kind of hit you and you want to hear a little bit more, they'd love to share with you as well. So please come back and see us. And then finally, we just hope that you guys can hear um, just in your friends and family you know of a family that's adopting or is in foster care considering it just go love on them just make a plan to really um see them and come alongside them in their journeys because we know it will it will make a huge impact so thank you guys so much we appreciate the time and thank you guys for sharing you guys are so awesome so we're gonna pray to wrap this up um really quick you guys can head all right let's pray quick Oh, God, thank you so much for this time. Um, Thank you for just the words of encouragement that we heard. Um, God, we never want to make it appear as though um, we have everything together and that our stories are clean and clear because, God, we know that's not true. And we know that you are, um, you're just honored in the messes. You're honored in the hard times. But, God, we love that we also get to celebrate and honor you when when things are good and when um, we get to bring the children home and when we get to have a touch on kids in foster care. God, that's such and Precious times for us as well. So thank you for these families. Thanks for all the families in our church in our community that are answering this call. God, we just we want to be willing and ready. We know that you call us to just um, serve the needs of the vulnerable. And, and like Proverbs in that verse we already saw, God, that is what we want to do. We want to stand up for those that just don't have a voice. We want to use our voice for them and give them a voice. So God, thank you again for this time. We just want to honor you now and um, as we go forward. Jesus' name. Amen.